0: I just think right now women, especially in business, this is the year of women, I just know that. Life begins at 150 grand a year, life gets better at 250 and life gets real good at 500. Nobody can tell me differently on it. When you start teaching something, I feel like that's when you start to master the actual art
1: of it.
2: Heather Havenwood.
0: Have you wanted to stop swapping your time for money? Ever wanted to leverage your expertise by selling your knowledge to hundreds of people? I call that smart. And now you can easily and effortlessly, without a web guide, create memberships, online courses, coaching programs. Go to heatherhavenwood.com forward slash thinkific.com. Start making money off what you know today. Go to Heatherhavenwood.com forward slash thinkific. Hi everyone, welcome to the win with Heather Havenwood. Just want to do a shout out to all of our amazing sponsors. ClickFunnels, Thinkific, and Mobit. You can check out ClickFunnels at heathermakesyoumoney.com as well as thinkific at Heatherhavenwood.com forward slash thinkific. If you're interested in creating a coaching program or any kind of information knowledge that you want to transfer your information knowledge into selling and making money, go to heatherhavenwood.com forward slash Thinkific. Okay, so welcome to the Win with Heather Havenwood, where I interview amazing entrepreneurs about their mindset, their business, their failures, their successes, and everything in between. And today I have someone on the line from the other side of the world. (laughs) His name is Anthony. Anthony, are you on the line?
1: I am. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to uh, it's great to speak to you again.
0: And as you can tell, everyone, he is not from Texas. You can tell he is not (laughs) from America. We were just recently talking uh, offline about how much I'm an American, and when he told me that it was 36 degrees there in celsius, wait, wait, Celsius or Celsius? Celsius. I had no clue what that meant. So there you go. I'm completely 100% American. He had to convert it for me so thank you that's 100 <laughs> degrees he,
1: he, here's the here's the australian conversion bloody hot that's how we would say it over here we, do, we don't mess around with it
0: it's bloody hot that's what we say mm. that's that's not australian is it sorry
1: it's uh it? it's, you sounded more like the queen's cousin or something
0: it, oh oh it sounded like a <laughs> queen yeah yeah no, like
1: I that, really that. Yeah, you're doing well
0: but anyway let's talk about who you are so anthony kirby is an author of the business success formula and founder of Correct. predict that is a predictable predictable
1: growth, predictable growth academy.
0: Predictable growth academy and momentum club. World class programs for business owners who are dedicated to maximizing achievement in all areas of life and business. So, I would ask you about this. After the death of your father when you were only 19, Anthony made a promise to always live each day to its fullest. And as such, he has dedicated his life to helping others build a business to suit their lifestyle. Wow, that's really awesome. I had no idea. he have interviewed me, right? But I haven't interviewed you.
1: Yeah, it's the first time so I appreciate the uh, I appreciate the, the favor to interview me. It's nice to be on the other side of the microphone for a change.
0: So I just want to let y'all know that you know I'm here in Austin, Texas and it's nice in the middle of the day here and lovely Anthony, it is 6 a.m over there. so just Correct. give him a little break if he maybe his tongue twisted hasn't had his caffeine yet right
1: That's right okay. yeah'm I'm, I'm, uh, I'm feeling the pace a little bit today. It's been a very big week because for me all of my clients just came back from Christmas holidays. And so, you know, this week's just been like someone hitting me with six thousand brick walls. So I it's been good.
0: Welcome to the yeah. first of the year. So let's talk. Let's yeah. dive into this for a second. And if you don't mind sharing your story about what you talked about in your bio about how the, the passing of your father really had effect on you, can you tell us a little more story, a background of you know what happened, or potentially you know what was the after effects for you and the what changed?
1: Yeah, for sure. But let me set a bit of a story for you, a bit Absolutely. of a picture, because. You know, I grew up in a, in a mining village in the north of England, which is, you know, fairly drab, dreary kind of place. Unemployment's reasonably high. You know, the, the, the caliber of environment is not conducive to greatness. Let me put it that way. And my father died when I was 19, as, as you said. And that was a big shock for me. He was only 48. He, he was a very active kind of man. He was a police officer. And he got, he got liver cancer. He died within about nine weeks of his diagnosis, which was very, very difficult for all of our family, of course. But what I found after his death, or when he died, actually, when I was holding his hand as he took his last breath, it was such a poignant moment for me because what I realized was I was looking at a man who left behind so much that he wanted to achieve and he didn't do it. He put us first, you know, he put his job first and he never went after what he truly wanted. In the years prior to his death, he actually studied to become a lecturer at university because he wanted to teach others. And I found that fascinating as I look back now where I am teaching others, I wonder how much of of his legacy he has left with me to carry on, you know? Yeah. Anyway, so when he passed, I sort of made a promise to myself that I would never see myself in that position where I'd left behind a life that I had hoped I would have lived and places that I wanted to travel and the people that I wanted to meet. And what happened was it was a really interesting paradox because my family, my mum, my sister, They took it really hard and they looked at the real negativity of the situation. And there was me on the other side and I became the black sheep of the family because I was Mr. Positive and I was saying, you know what, his death has happened for a reason. You know, he's not in pain anymore. Let's look at the positives and life is out there to be lived and we should acknowledge that he has died to prove to us that there is more to do. And so for a long time, I didn't speak to my family and I moved to Australia about 10 months after he died. I started a completely new life in this country. I came over here with a suitcase and $200. That's all I had. So it was a really interesting learning curve. But I must throw a disclaimer in at this point because what happened was when I got to Australia, I got caught up in this ego of trying to prove a point to everyone back home yeah, and trying to prove that I wouldn't fail. So, you know, they all said, you'll be back. You won't make it. You can't do it. You know, the old school mentality, the small town mentality. I'm sure many people who are listening can appreciate that,
2: yeah.
1: yourself included, Heather. And what happened was I got here and I just went absolutely ballistic in making things happen. So I got a job and I got caught up in this crazy world of just achievement. And I just wanted to do more and more and more. And essentially what happened was after nine years of doing that, I ended up in a job which was paying me nearly, well, to put this into perspective, in Australian dollars, it was $275,000 base salary. Plus my bonuses. So I was earning very good money. I had a beautiful home. I had a beautiful car. And I was married. And as a result of doing everything that I was doing, I was in a marriage that I didn't like. I was living with someone that I didn't know. I was living in this material bubble. And the people around me were toxic people. You know, they were all into, you know, pretending to have a great life. Yeah. But behind the scenes their marriages were falling apart. And what happened was my ex-wife, she actually had an affair. And got pregnant to another man. How's that for a twist in the story? Wow. And for six months, I thought the baby was mine because I didn't know about the affair, of course. And so after six months, I got a phone call from a complete random stranger who just happened to be one of his family members, the guy that she'd had the affair with. He said, look, I need to tell you this because no one else is going to tell you. But you don't know me and I don't know you. But your wife is having an affair. And, you know, I think that the baby is not yours. So bear in mind, at this stage, I'm in my beautiful house with my beautiful car and all my income, mm-hmm. and I'm sitting there at my dining room table, my pregnant ex-wife upstairs in bed, and I'm like, well, I'm unhappy, and you know, I was kind of sticking around because I felt like the baby was the right, like a sign sure. from the universe that I was on the right track and I was just being a sook, And so I walked upstairs and I said, look, is it true? And she said, yes. And so I packed up two black garbage bags and I walked out the door and I never went back. So I left behind all of that and I got a little apartment, a little unit or a condo as you might call it in in the US and I started again and it was the most liberating time of my life. I I discovered who I was as an adult. I went through a huge growth phase which led to me meeting my my current wife, my beautiful current wife and we've now got a beautiful little boy and I've got a stepdaughter and you know I'm very, very happy. I feel like everything's happened for the right reason. But what happened was when my son was born – I looked at this little, this tiny little, little thing. And he was so small. And I remember staring at him. And I thought, this must be what my dad felt about me. And it took me back to that promise that I made to myself. And so what happened then was that I remortgaged our family house. And I walked away from the big income. And I started my business, which is what I'm doing now helping business owners around the world. And so I didn't really have a clear plan. I didn't really have any contacts or any networks or any idea how to do things like podcasts, but I knew that I had to live my purpose. And that's what I did. And it's been a hell of a whirlwind. And it's, yeah, it's been crazy.
0: Well, so first, use huge, phenomenal story. There's so many nuggets in that, that I want to make sure that people really hear. But wow, what a fascinating up and down and up and down. And the things I can relate to completely, Anthony, is the starting over. As you know, I've had that mm-hmm. my personal wipeout. And for me, I can see how I was really similar of the just ego. I was surrounded by people that really weren't my friends. There are people that were really interested just money, 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 a lot of things. And so I can completely relate to that. And wow, what a, what an opportunity. But also I think it's really interesting to me how you were able mentally to just shift, you know, like, look, this is, I'm done. And now I'm going to move here. I'm done. And I'm going to move here and then commit. And that is really a mindset of an entrepreneur to be able to mm. let go of like, look, this is not working. In the world of this isn't working, this isn't this is a failure. I'm not I'm not doing this anymore. I'm a no, and then just completely move and be able to start again. And what I always share yeah. with people, and I think you can relate to, is that the number one skill set of an entrepreneur is being able to start again and start again and start again and fail and start again. I mean, that really yeah. is the skill set you know, of being okay to fail, what I call give yourself full permission to fail so you can give yourself full permission to succeed. And then from there, be able to shift and say, okay, it's not working and and start Mm. again. Be the boss of your life. You're listening to The Win with Heather Havenwood. Our whole world revolves around our smartphones now. You know, they say we look at our phones on an average of 150 times a day or more. Look, if you're a small business and want to grow, you need to reach people where they're looking the most. There are smartphones. So text the word START to 72000 now to learn more from our friends at Mobit or go to heatherhavenwood.com forward slash Mobit. Again, text the word START to 72000 now. Be the boss of your life. You're listening to The Win with Heather Havenwood. And one thing I wanted to share, a friend of mine who said this to me, he always told me, instead of saying everything happens for a reason, he has a saying everything happens for the best.
1: Yeah, that's nice. That's a nice reframe.
0: It's a nice reframe because it's almost like whatever bad thing, what do you want to call it, bad, good, whatever, a tragedy happens, it's like everything happens for the best. Where's the best? What's happening here that's beyond what I see, right, versus a reason? Because in our brains, like, why, 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 you know what I
1: mean? Yeah, It it seeks to justify yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. And I remember you actually saying that when, when I interviewed you regarding the whole thing about giving yourself permission to fail and not enough of us do that, you know, mm-hmm. and, it's, and it's, it's so true. I mean, you have to, you have to accept that life is the journey and regardless of where you're at, you're always going to be stepping forward in some way. And sometimes it's going to stretch you far beyond anything you've ever experienced to every fiber of your being. And other times it's going to be easy. Mm-hmm.
0: I think it's really powerful that you've been able to almost find your why throughout the whole process right? Mm -hmm. Even though, uh, in a way you, the proving to your family, wow, do I relate to that? Oh my God. I relate to that. That was pretty much my first 10 years in in business. It was all about proving that I could do it and prove to the family. Cause for me and just sharing that when I asked from you, for me, my mom called me, I remember it was like my first year as, you know, trying to make it. And she called me in this panic. I heard that. You're trying to be a business owner, entrepreneur, whatever word she said, right? And I'm like, right? She's like, oh my God, don't do it. Like, there's, you know, I just found this job in, in like Hope Springs, Arkansas for $8 an hour as the secretary for a manufacturing company, right? And I could just see myself like barefoot pregnant and working as a secretary for a manufacturing plant in like some podunk city. And I'm like, mom, do you know what I do? You know, she's like, I just, I'm so freaked out for you. So, the people that love us the most is not always the what I call the biggest fans. You know, your biggest fans. So how did you deal with that and where are you now at with that with your family?
1: I actually have the best relationship ever now with my with my family. In fact, my mum literally just left Australia a couple of weeks ago. She came over for eight weeks. And so I know she'll probably listen to this. She's my biggest fan. She shares everything on Facebook. She shares all of my live streams. You know, she's and I'm sure that right now she's very proud of where I'm at. Look, it was hard because I suppose what made it easy was the distance because I wasn't confronted with it every day as I would have been if I'd stayed at home. Right. So that made it a little bit easier because it was almost, you know, what you don't see can't hurt you kind of thing. And it really, it took, it took a good four or five years. And it was after the death of my grandma, which was my, my mum's mum. That's um, my mum's mum. That sounds so English. My mum's mum. My mum's
0: mum. Yeah. That's definitely not Texan.
1: (laughs) no. When she passed away, that was when I, I actually, I actually took the stand and became the leader that I know I'm born to be. And I said, "Mom, this is ridiculous. We're wasting our lives not talking to one another, and we've got much to share. So let's just put our differences aside and accept that we're two different people, and we've got two different ways of going around the world. And you know, you respect my world, I'll respect your world, which is, you know, one of the tenets of NLP for anyone who studied NLP. And we did that, and it's been fine ever since. I mean, yeah, we have our, we have our moments because. You know, again, I'm, I'm running at a thousand miles an hour right now in my business and with, with what I'm doing mom. in the world. And
0: you're the boy, you're the little boy, right? She,
1: yeah, that's right.
0: She birthed and, and you, you know, so she has she, a particular view of, of that. She now. does.
1: And to tell you a little of that story as well, I was actually 12 weeks premature. Yeah. So I was really early. And before mm. that, my mum actually lost a child. She, she had a stillborn mm. child, a girl. And so... I can imagine the emotional trauma she probably went through in that whole experience, looking at it now from a mature standpoint and looking at her her map of the world, so to speak. you know, I can see why she is how she is and and i love her I love her dearly, you know she's such a great support she she gets on very well with my wife and my children here, obviously, and yeah she's she's fantastic, she's always there when I need her, and she was a great support to me through my difficult times.
0: You know it's interesting I had a um a coach one tell me once about the relationship with parents was it, we were having this big conversation about relationship with parents right and she said uh, it was actually a kind of a thing to do a coaching thing to do is call up your parents mom or dad separately and and tell them you know thank you for everything and your job is complete and oh nice yeah she's like in the moment when they get that it'll shift from she's being a parent to being a friend you know and once you make that shift, they'll make that shift. I remember I called my mom or, and I'm pretty sure I said, I said that to her. She, of course was like, no, a mother's job is never done.
1: <laughs> and like, I found this job for you in Hope Springs. It's $12 an hour now.
0: <laughs> I know. And I could honor that too. Like she just didn't want to let go of being the mom. Like, no, this is. And so I, I love that. And it might, just to give you an idea of my of my mom. She's no longer with us. She's passed away a couple of years ago. But I remember I call her one time, "Mommy." My this is such a southern thing. I called her "Mommy." She literally, I think her head flipped around like a couple of times, like the you know the evil child, like the exorcist, something. the exorcist. Like <laughs> she's like, "Do not call me mommy. It is mother or mom." <laughs>
1: and it was like, got it. In the box, back in the box.
0: In the bo- yeah, she was definitely a Southern woman. So I want to ask you a question around your family, mm. Um, because I have a saying about, you know, the people in your life is really critical, but never keep anyone in your life that's not part of your fan club. So in the world of your relationships today with friends and family, who do you surround yourself with? Because I know someone like you, I'm a coach myself to other entrepreneurs, and you're a coach, right? Mm. And you help people create masterminds and entrepreneurship masterminds, and you support yep. them. But who supports you? You know, who really is your biggest fan in your everyday life?
1: I firstly have to say it's my wife, because, you know, she would kill me if I didn't say that. But in in all seriousness, you know, my wife is such a good, balanced and gentle soul for me. You know, she she encourages me where I need it, where she sees that I'm going slightly off the rails. She'll say, have you had a good look at that? Because, you know, as entrepreneurs, as you well know, we tend to run really fast in one direction. And then we hit a brick wall and say, oh, that hurt a little bit. So she, I would say she's definitely my biggest fan. Aside from my my uh, daughter who goes to school and shows everyone my videos on YouTube, which is fantastic. So I'm going to have a whole tribe of like 10-year-olds who are going to grow up knowing me. So I'm like, I'm going to be their Tony Robbins or something. You know how you hear people who say, mum used to play Tony Robbins in the car. They're going to grow up saying, there's a guy called Anthony Kirby and, you know. Um, I love that, by the way, because
0: I did listen to Tony Robbins when I was in my teens. Yeah,
1: there you go. So, you know, we we are the new generation. So there you go. You know, environment is super important for me. And it's something I've been working very hard on because, as I said, I had a lot of toxic people in my in my past. I don't speak to pretty much 95 percent of them are gone. I wouldn't even know where they are now. I wouldn't. I don't want to know. I don't care. And I'm working really hard in 2017. In fact, my theme for 2017 is uncomfortable. Because I always want to feel like I'm right on the edge of my growth. And I know that means that I'm pushing myself in new directions. As a result, I've joined a mastermind with a guy called Ben Simpkin. I'm not sure if you've heard of him. He's one of the world's preeminent Facebook marketing experts. And, you know, within that group, there's a very high standard of individual and business owner. So that already is pushing me to a new level. It's making me question a lot of what I do and how I do it and why I do it. And, you know, it's making me feel uncomfortable, which I really like.
0: Yeah, that's a great. And word. so yeah, like yeah. You created a word for 2017. Word of uncomfortable. I love that. Where yeah. did that come from? And,
1: you know, I actually had a, I had a group of clients that I was talking to, and I said, what is, what is on the agenda for you in 2017? And choose a theme because it's easy to write down 58 thousand goals, but you kind of disband from it fairly quickly. And so I said, just choose a theme or a word and stick to that, so that whenever you're doing something, regardless of whether it's aligned to the goal or or misaligned you'll know whether you're aligned to your mission for the year it's and i think weird. that's really critical
0: that's really powerful because i know for me i'm not a big fan of uh new year resolution i'm not mm. a big fan of that for me what i did was i go through the process of what i call completing 2016 and letting the past year go basically to create yep. a new space be the boss of your life you're listening to the win with heather havenwood are you over 45, 60? Are you relying on the traditional medical field to help you feel great and get you back to a balanced body? Good luck with that. At E2Lab.com, Dr. Don Salo got sick of people complaining about bloating, inflammation, and feeling sluggish. He has created unique, potent, and powerful non-pharmaceutical supplements to help the body rebalance, detox, and get back to being healthy. Go to E2Lab.com, getting you back to healthy and balanced. Be the boss of your life. You're listening to The Win with Heather Havenwood. As you know, you saw on Facebook. I've been talking Mm. about it on my podcast. I just did this KonMari way where you, you know, you're releasing in a particular way where you literally are putting your things to a test of do they spark joy? I mean, you think about it. You're literally starting to put things around you that spark joy around you all the time. You're in your environment that you look at every day. I mean, talk about another level. And I just completed as of today, my closet. And I thought when I first started the closet it's just a just closet, I mean, it's clothes like what's the big deal? It's going to take me a day. I didn't think it was that going to be major. It was just like a checklist, you know, and it took me four days. And I learned that clothes are a massive representation of the past and clothes have a lot of energy to it, right? Remember, you can hold a piece of clothing. You can remember when you wore it, where you bought it, who bought it for you. If it was a gift. Yeah. The last thing you did in that all these memories of who you were with when you were, I mean, it's literally this emotional field. And I never really realized that. And so that's just another level of clearing out the past and creating this whole new future. And as an entrepreneur, I think there's a huge correlation to, and I'm just going to ask you this question as well, is a correlation between what they know as an expert in their field versus where they're at in their mindset and their spirituality. Would you say that's true? Do you teach? I know you talk about business success formula and the founder of Predictable Growth Academy. But inside of that, do you talk more strategy and less spiritual mindset or do you do vice versa?
1: Oh, I'm probably fairly even, to be honest, because okay. if, if you've ever heard my tagline, my tagline literally is build the business to suit your life, not the life to suit the business. Yeah. Which all stems back to me holding my father's hand when he took his last breath. You know, I saw a guy who devoted his life to his work. And really struggled with that balance and act whilst he didn't, you know, he was a great, great father. And I'm not saying he wasn't. He was a he was a great provider. But I think that he would probably say right now if he could, if he, if we could dial him into the podcast from wherever the hell he is in the spiritual realm, I'm sure he would say, you know what, I did my best to get the balance and it was tough. And so what I really work with, with business owners is, first of all, just to say, what's going on with your time? Like, you know, let's look at the most precious thing you've got in the world. How are you spending it? And I really work hard on their performance in that aspect of their business or in their life as well, and get them clear on where they're spending all of their time. So it's a real, it's a real 50-50 for me. And I get that you know, some people disagree with this, and that's okay. Some people say, you know, when you're in flow with your business, go like full at it. But the problem is, and this is the problem, and I see it all over the world right now, entrepreneurs are always focused on their business. So when does the flow stop? The flow just keeps going. You end up just becoming a full-time entrepreneur and you forget about your family or you end up with you know health problems or you, you, know, you neglect certain areas of your life. So I think it's important to understand that there's both. And I think what you need to do is first ask the question, what do I want? Why am I doing this every day? Why am I getting up and doing this? And I'm not talking about that from the entrepreneurial sense of I want to make the impact or I want to change the world or I want to create a rocket that goes and puts people on Mars like Elon Musk style. What I'm talking about here is what do you want from your life? What do you want people to say at your funeral? What do you want your family to remember about the time that they spent with you? And then look at your business and say, does that reflect how I'm getting to that in my life? And if it doesn't, what do I need to adjust? That's what I do.
0: That's pretty powerful. There's a couple of things I hear with that. One, it's really diverse psychology. It's almost like visualizing yourself. Let's just call for what it is. I'll call the deathbed for a second, right? Or the nursing home, what now? Like looking back. So two things I would say. I was just listening to a radio show this morning. And he said this, and I don't know if it's true, but it made me think. He said that the human beings are the only animal on the planet that consciously know they're going to die. I never thought about it. I guess if I asked my dog, you know, do you think you're going to die? I mean, I don't know. Where's <laughs> the food? You know, I don't, <laughs> or my cat or a pig or whatever. And I thought to myself, huh, that's really interesting because we do know, we know consciously we are going to pass, right? We, so we don't yeah. know when. We don't know how. We hope it's going to be age, right? Long age, but yeah. we don't really know. And so there's a consciousness to that of like a desire that creates that desire. I found that real interesting. I'm, I'm still kind of like mushing in my head around that. And the other thing uh, that I realized, I think that's what you're talking about, is when I lived in Marco Island, I remember that when I was there, the average age is 85, right? So, you know, they're at the other, they're at that side of their life. And yeah. I, I always saw that there was two kinds of people there. The grouchies. The grouchies were like, you know, get off my lawn, you know, whatever. And they were always the one that came from like corporate America or government for 25 years. And then after 25 years, I kicked them out with their rubbed stapler in their box. And then the people that were, they could be pretty much, you know, with an oxygen tank and they're like, let's go out on the golf course. let yeah. try to hit it. They were always wanting to live. And they were always the entrepreneurs every single time, you know, they had something yeah, that they could say that when they passed, they built something. They left something behind to the world. And they could speak what it was. It could have been twenty years ago, thirty years ago, they could have left it to their kids or grandkids, but they had something that they were living yeah. on the on the planet. I think that's pretty powerful. I think that's what you're speaking to.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and just there when you when you mentioned about where you were living, Heather, you know, you mentioned about those two styles of people. You know? And it would have been critical for you at that stage in your in the juncture of your life to make sure that you aligned to the right, the right one, because, you know, we're always present, we're always presented with these crossroads, aren't we? Where we, where we have a choice. And oftentimes, I mean, every choice that you make is the right choice, as you said earlier, because it leads you to the best place. But, you know, some of those, some of those situations we find ourselves in are tough.
0: Absolutely. And I think what I learned from that, it was kind of an aha moment was entrepreneurship is a journey. There's no destination. And so when Mm -hmm. I, like you talk about, we focus on our business, focus on our business. Yes, I do a lot of that. But I also know it's a journey. It's not, a, I'm not trying to get somewhere. There's not like a pl- particular place I'm trying to get. You know what I mean? Because that takes it away of just like, enjoy this journey. Enjoy the process. Like you talked about with your father, you're like, you really saw that he sacrificed a lot. And I, I can see that. For me, I go, I go for it. Even if it scares mm. the crap out of me, I go for it. Like, I don't know. I have no clue. I'm now on radio stations. I've now just got syndicated and I just said, yes. I remember when they said, well, let's do this. I have no clue how to... All these pieces of the pie that I don't understand. I'm like, just say yes. Just say
1: Yeah, yes. just work it out later. Fine. Right,
0: work it out later. And yeah. I just love that. So far as the Momentum Club, tell us... I'm actually curious what the Momentum Club is about. And who is it for?
1: Right. Momentum Club is actually something I'm really proud of. It okay. started out as a monthly subscription service. Okay. So, you know, people would pay 97 Australian dollars per month to join. And then I said to myself, actually, literally only a couple of weeks ago, I said, in 2017, with my theme of uncomfortable, how many more people could I serve if I opened this thing up? And so what we did, we just literally opened the door and said, come on in. And so we haven't advertised it yet. So this is probably the first time I'm saying this publicly. We are not charging our clients anymore. We've just canceled all of their subscriptions and said to them, we're giving you a gift for supporting the business. You can have subscription for life for free because my goal is to help more people around the world. And to do that, that's why I created Momentum Club in the first place, but I want to make a bigger impact. And so if you're a business owner and you you want to jump into Momentum Club, there's a Facebook group, and I'm sure you'll share the link in the show notes. But it's basically designed for people to come together and create an environment. I've created an environment of like-minded individuals, and much like a mastermind, I suppose you would say. But what it is, I share with everyone who comes to the call. I share with them what I've learned in my business for the month, what I'm learning from all of the businesses that I work with around the world and anything that I'm learning from my mentors. So Ben Simpkin, Brendan Burchard, the coaches that I associate with, any key insights that I get, I share that so that they don't have to go to 6,000 different places and source all of the information. And then I open up the, the microphones and say, ask me what you want to ask. If you've got a problem in your business, ask me and I'll troubleshoot it with you on the call. And so everyone's learning from everybody else and realizing that, you know what, we're all more alike than we are different. And that's what I love about it. And that's what Momentum Club is all about.
0: And who is it for? Is it just business owners, entrepreneurs, local businesses?
1: It's for people who, who are in a business or an entrepreneur. I mean, I classify that as essentially the same thing. And any, any individual who is aiming for higher performance than they've achieved, so, you know, you've got some individuals who kind of cruise through life. They get a job. They're steady. They're married. You know, I'm talking about if you're an individual who's like, what is there out there for me? And how the hell do I get it? you got to be a momentum club.
0: High performers. Mm. Ooh, I like that word.
1: High performance. performance. Yeah, it's good word. Strong word.
0: High performers. Yeah, I mean, that's a really powerful word. So you're a high performer. So go check out Momentum Club. What's the URL for that? Because I just went to anthonykirby.com. That's anthonykirby.com. And I'm looking for yep. Momentum Club, but I don't see it. Oh, there it is. Hold on a second. Just kidding, guys. Anthony, Yeah, you,
1: you click that. That will take you to the Facebook group. Hopefully.
0: Scroll down. Scroll down. Let's check it out. Hold on. We're going to do this live. Dun, 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 dun. It does. Yay, it
1: works. Yay, yeah, my yeah. website's working. Happy days.
0: And I'm now. I'm now joining it. I'm joining it. You know. Fantastic. People always talk to me and say, well, you know, you've done this so long and um, you don't probably join other groups. I'm like, no, 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 no. I mean, I've always been part of masterminds and events because I'm always constantly learning. And I I think that's what you do as well. It's like it's constant, never ending conversation. It's always learning, always the next step. What's next? What's next? What's next?
1: And the thing that I love about it as well, like because we get people in like yourself and people who are high performance. And we can open it up and say, you teach us for the month. You know, you tell us what you're learning. And it's a great environment. And I want to create that space for people where it's safe and they can come and learn. And they don't necessarily have to open their microphone if they don't want to. They can just sit there on their phone and listen through their headphones while they're commuting or whatever.
0: I love that. Well, that's really powerful. Be the boss of your life. You're listening to The Win with Heather Havenwood are you a business owner that has a website but not tech savvy do you feel like a hostage to your web guy the better question is do you have a money funnel so people come to your page and give you money while you sleep no the go watch free video at heathermakesyoumoney.com imagine having a money site not a website for your self-published book e-commerce products local practitioners like chiropractors or lawyers get a money site not a website go watch free video at heathermakesyoumoney.com Be the boss of your life. You're listening to The Win with Heather Havenwood. Well, I love what you're doing. So you also have some other courses. What are some other courses that you have right now that you want to maybe share?
1: Yeah, so Predictable Growth Academy is brand new. I've literally just launched this a few weeks ago, and the first intake of students have been absolutely raving about it. If you go onto my Facebook page, you'll see some of the reviews they've been leaving. It's been amazing. We've had some really good feedback from the businesses that are going through there who were really stuck, and now we've, we've unstuck them, for want of a better term. And then Predictable Growth Academy, we pretty much talk about four main areas, which is planning for your business. And, and actually, I want to make a point on that, so remind me very quickly. Yeah. Planning and preparing the business to get out there to the market, promoting, and then of course, making some profit at the end of it. And here's what I see a big problem, and this is why I created Predictable Growth Academy. A lot of people, they come up on Facebook and they say, make more sales. It will give you more income. With the income, you can go and take on more staff and blah, 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 blah. Right. I'm going to call bullshit on it.
0: Me too.
1: You can bleep out the profanity because you can go get more sales, but if your business is screwed, your business is screwed with more sales and you're just going to damage your brand. So what you need to do is stop, have a look, get clarity on where you are, be honest about it, get real about it. Don't put your head in the sand. It's not going to help you or anyone else. It's certainly not going to help you to live your mission. And just get honest and say, where am I at? Does my cash flow suck? Does my business you know, suck? Does my product or services suck? And if they do, fix them. And then make sure you've got a presence that reflects the product and service, which is all about preparation. And then promote yourself again. Then go out there and go and find your market again. But do it in a way that is fully aligned and know that your systems and processes will back it up as you scale as well. That's what Predictable Growth Academy is all about.
0: So, a couple so you said a ton there, and I just want mean you guys want to re- go back into the podcast and rewind here uh, because honestly, you're so right. I mean, I've been around long enough to see how i mean I, I can't remember when you're if you're around or the big launch days I'm like we just hit a million dollars in a day and all kind yeah. of crazy stuff, and it's like w- first of all, where are those people today <laughs> da, 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 I don't know <laughs> and um I hello, and then also did that mean that that's not profit, that's not profit, okay. So a million dollars right. in a day, that sounds out of control. It sounds insane. It sounds amazing. First of all, when you work with a launch, it's this massive momentum. And there's a lot of money that goes with that momentum. Doesn't mm. mean that that is a $1 million for the first day. And the second day, it's 1.2. And the third day, it's 1.4, right? It's one and then it's done. And so and yeah. how much do they actually make from that profit? After they pay everybody that helped with mm. that momentum, you have to look at that stuff versus I, I see a lot of this online, which is I made in seven days, blah, 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 thousands of dollars. Yeah, It's not to say that's not true, but you have to look at the profitability of that and the back end and the ongoing business model, yeah. not just a one-off. And I'll kind of wrap it with this. When I was in the seminar business, we'd have people in the room go, you know, I've been doing the math. And there's 100 people in the room, and I pay $19.97. And so that means that you're, you know, and they're like doing this little math in their head of like how much many were were making that day. But people don't understand that usually on the first event, if we break even, meaning make nothing, we won. It's only in the back end do we actually make, because the customer acquisition is so high to get that one person in that room. It's so high that nineteen ninety seven barely covered the marketing to get them in the room. Mm. Right. So you have to think about all that. So inside of this Predictable Growth Academy, I just want a quick shout out because I really love it. Is it an ongoing, is it a year program, three days, five yeah,
1: days? Yeah, so so it's a it's a twelve week program. But anyone anyone who's in there gets lifetime access. Because I know that when I did courses like this, you know, you'd get in there and you'd go, ah, oh, I need that bit. And then you go back to get it and they've locked you out. So it's like a bit frustrating. So I just say, I just say, well, you pay for it. You get it for life. And even though the content's delivered over 12 weeks. So the content is purposely delivered over 12 weeks because it steps you through in a way that is not going to overwhelm you. Because hence why we started. Most business owners are in a massive state of overwhelm. That's why they come to the program. And so me just throwing all the content out there, they just end up exploding. So that's why we released that on a drip campaign. And they also get, obviously, access to Momentum Club. But more importantly, what all of the people who join, they get a strategy call with myself or one of my coaches. Because it's not good me just saying, here's the content, bugger off and do it. We want to we speak to you after you've started and say, where are you at? Like, once you've got the clarity, let's discuss what that means for you so we can set you forward in the right direction. So you, you know, strip back all the stuff you don't need yet. You will need it, but not yet. And let's just focus on the next 90 days of what's really going to impact your business the most and shift the needle the most so that you can actually see what you're capable of in your business.
0: That's pretty awesome. 12 weeks is a great time. It's like a deep dive and then you can kind of come back to what's happening. I love that. So check that out. Go to anthonykirby.com and you scroll down and you'll see Predictive Growth Academy for 2017. Wow, we talked about a lot today. This is pretty awesome. So other than anthonykirby.com, where can they find you if they want to connect with you or communicate with you? Or like, hey, maybe I want to read a conversation with him.
1: Facebook.com slash Anthony Kirby Coaching will take you to my Facebook page. On my website, anthonykirby.com, all of my social media icons are up at the top. So you don't even have to read the website if you don't want to. Although I'd recommend you have a dive in there. But yeah, have a look at the social bar at the top. Find me there. I'm on every platform come say goodbye. I'd love to communicate with you and find out what's going on in your world and see if I can help you move further.
0: Absolutely. And check out also the the Momentum Club public group. Just type that in Momentum yeah. Club. And it's a group, Momentum Club online and Facebook. Super awesome. I'm going to be hanging out there. He's got some cool videos already that I've been checking out. So thank you so much for being here, Anthony. I really appreciate it. So. Everyone, this is The Win with Heather Havenwood. My job is to bring you amazing people like Anthony to share their stories, insights, tactics, and strategies to help you actually expand your business and in your life. You can check this out at heatherhavenwood.com. And again, shout out to our sponsors. And that's heatherhavenwood.com forward slash Thinkific. And also www.heathermakesyoumoney.com. All right, guys, this is Heather Havenwood. Check us out. Talk soon.
2: Thank you for listening to The Win with Heather Havenwood. Interested in coaching with Heather? Go to heatherhavenwood.com and sign up for a business discovery consultation. Here is your free gift for listening. Get three audio chapters of Heather's book, Sexy Boss, How Women Empowerment is Changing the Rulebook. When you text the word sexy, to seven two again text the word sexy that is s-e-x-y to 7200, and receive your three audiobook chapters number is good only in north america this is a sexy boss rap this podcast is a copyright of havenwood worldwide llc